person in this room than anywhere else. So your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a game? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. Got the cameras, I'm about to f*** it. Good grief. What kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. With DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela E. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Another day coronavirus free? No, well, coronavirus has hit New Jersey. I'm talking about in this in this room. Oh yeah, yeah. We we good in this room. Well, you don't know yet. Does anybody feel under the weather? No, I'm good. Um I don't know. It might be my anxiety. I've been feeling under the weather since I heard about it. I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as I read what the symptoms were, I felt like I was dealing with it, though. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, so another case is hit in New Jersey. One case is hit in New Jersey, confirmed, right? 11 in New York. Mm-hmm. And I read a story yesterday where they said that they're, uh, and you know, we, we're saying that, you know, for everybody listening to us in other markets, because we broadcast in New York. Right. But uh, I read a story yesterday where they said they might close down New Jersey schools, potentially. Well, they've already closed down schools in Washington, and mm-hmm. some of the and uh, some cities in Washington, some of the schools are closed. So, a lot going on. I'm not going front. I have a lot of anxiety. My kids haven't seen school in the last two days, three days. So I'm not going front. I don't even. I don't know if I'm, uh, I'm gonna let them go to school today. I'm just. Hey, I'm a parent. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, there's really nothing you can do except for you know take Keep the home. take the take the measures. The the you know wash your hands. Sneeze and yawn, but nothing really you can do if you, if, you, if you get it, you get it. I went to the Brooklyn Nets game yesterday, and you know how they're telling the NBA players to just fist bump. Yep. So everybody was just fist bumping yesterday. Nobody was shaking hands hmm. or anything. It was a some people were just doing an elbow bump, even. Yeah. Well, they say that the person that uh, contracted it in New Jersey had contact with one of the eleven people that got it in New York. So right. Um. It, hey. And, like, I, and you don't want to play with it for everybody out there that's saying stuff like, oh, this is a hoax. Jokes and stuff. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, it could be. But guess nope. what? I'm not taking no chances because coronavirus might just want to show you he ain't no game. You that's know right. what I mean? He might well, just pull up on you like, hey, I just want you to know I'm real. I believe him. Someone mm-hmm. also died in California. They ha- they've they de- declared a state of emergency there. A whole state of emergency? Yeah. Because one person died? Yeah. yeah, their first death. Now, was was he somebody that was sick? Did he have respiratory problems or was he just, do you know? Well, we're going to talk about it during front page news. I don't want to give everything away. Okay. I wonder what makes it a state of emergency. Because, I mean, it's, it's other things out there that cause people to die. So if one person dies from something, why is, why is, this, why is that considered a state of emergency? I don't well, know. Well, that person was on a cruise. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said if the snow's too bad, sometimes they call it a state of emergency. But usually when they do a state of emergency like that, they want people off the roads and not driving and activate certain agencies, right? So, yeah. Well, it's affecting a lot of things. South by Southwest, I'm sure you heard about all the huge corporations pulling out of that festival. Because that's happening, like, next week. Yeah, next week. Next week, Thursday, I was supposed to go out there. All right, well. Oh, and since I was at the Brooklyn Nets game, Sadra says hi. She heard a shout out. She works for the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, Sadra. She got a promotion yesterday, and she gave me hoodies for you guys. Okay to have. So I went there. They have these new Kings of New York Nets2020.com hoodies Okay. as you get ready for the next season. So one for Envy, one for Charlamagne. And they said uh, if you guys for next season want courtside seats to any game, you get to choose a game that you would like to go to. Okay. What next season? 
For the coronavirus. Next. For the you got Brooklyn Trump Nets. this year. That's what she's saying. Next year. Y'all making a little, making plans for next season? Yeah, what? for next 2020. Because y'all might want to pick a. Next 2020? Okay. Y'all might want to pick a game that's a popular game. Okay. But you know what? You know what? Uh, who make. Uh, and, and I hate to think about money at a time like this, but whoever can do an instant coronavirus test. You 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 would make billions because there is no instant. You got to wait two three days, right? You got to wait two three days for the results. So there's no way of telling for those those two three days if you're not if you don't quarantine why, yourself. Why, why would I be in a rush to know I got coronavirus? So that you can start. So you don't spread it to your yeah, family. So you they get said, they said by the time you got by the time you got you don't realize you got it until you got the symptoms, right? Not necessarily. I haven't heard nobody getting pre-checks and be like, oh, you pre you're pre-diagnosed with no, coronavirus. No, not a pre-check. You're saying once you have it. Yeah, like if you have a, if you have if you're coughing and you have flu-like symptoms, you can because check yourself. Because they're saying don't go to the doctor. Right. You have to cough first because they don't want you to spread it. So that way, if you're at home, you can check yourself for it, so you know to quarantine yourself and not go anywhere. Like, don't they have an instant HIV test now where you could you could swab it's or something old. like that? Been around. Uh, I will say this. Um, By the way, we're doing HIV testing at the Juice Bar on Saturday, and you'll find out on the spot. Good yeah. segue. One thing we know about the coronavirus, this too shall pass, just like all the other diseases that have come and gone. That we is just, true. We, we just hope that we don't pass with it. We make it through. That's right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Now, uh, the cast of State of the Culture will be joining us this morning. Who's the cast of State of the Culture? That's uh, Ebony Jinx, Joe Button, and okay. Remy Ma. Ebony K. Williams, Remy Ma, my friend of me, Joe Button, and Jinx. Mm-hmm. So we'll be kicking with it, kicking with them this morning. But let's go. Let's get to cracking. Let's get what? to cracking. Let's get to cracking. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What we talking about? <laughs> All right, we are going to be talking about more coronavirus updates. We'll oh, give boy. you uh, what's happening across the nation and across the world. All right, let's do that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee? Uh, well, let's start talking about coronavirus. Now, after their first death from coronavirus, California has declared a state of emergency. That person did go on a cruise, mm -hmm. a princess cruise ship that departed February 10th from San Francisco and returned. Uh, I went to Mexico and returned February 21st. That person had been placed in isolation, was tested positive on Tuesday. Uh, they first developed symptoms while on the cruise and continued to show symptoms while traveling through the port of San Francisco. They called 911. They were transported by the hospital. And then they tested positive on Sunday. Um, they tested on Sunday, returned positive on Tuesday, and then died Wednesday morning. Mm. So that's what happened in that situation. Now, California has 36 cases of coronavirus, and that's that one death. Uh, that did happen, so that's why there's now a state of emergency there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something, man. If I see you with a runny nose, or if you're coughing, you're sneezing, I'm treating it like you got coronavirus. Well, okay. let me tell you what to do and how to tell if you have coronavirus. If you have a fever, a cough, a runny nose, any type of symptom similar to the common cold or the flu, but you feel like you can manage it yourself with over-the-counter drugs, then they said if it wasn't for coronavirus, you wouldn't see a doctor, don't go see a doctor. They said just quarantine yourself, treat it at home. Yeah, but how do you know if you have then, the corona? You, uh -huh. Well, you might you might not, or you might, but they, this, here's what they said. If your symptoms are more severe, if you have a fever that won't go away, shortness of breath, if you're extremely fatigued, then you call the doctor, and they said if you don't want to go and go to the emergency room because if you don't have it, you could end up getting it. And if you don't have a fever, they said you probably don't have the coronavirus. But they said the problem is that you don't want to go there. You don't want to flood emergency rooms like you would if you had the common cold. Because most of the cases people aren't dying from, you can treat it. And how, how do you quarantine yourself at home when you got a wife and kids? 
How do you quarantine yourself at home when you got pets? Because pets catch it, catch it too. Right. How do you quarantine yourself at home? Go Stay in, in one room, tell people don't come near me. That's yeah, very hard to do when you got a one-year-old and a four-year-old at the house. They don't understand that. Well, My three-year-old's the boss. She does what she wants to do. You better right. hide and close that door because you don't want to get them sick. Then they think you're playing hide-and-go-seek so they're really <laughs> trying to find you, trying to find that corona. Where's daddy? Where's daddy Well, at? right now there's 159 cases of the coronavirus across the United States. Uh, Texas and New Jersey have identified their first presumptive cases of the coronavirus, according to authorities. So... Those are the updates. Amazon is recommending all Seattle employees work from home until the end of the month. Right now, the U.S. has only been able to perform about 3,600 tests so far. So we don't even know really for real how many people do have it because there might be people who have it, who haven't gotten tested. Uh, 1,000 New Yorkers are being asked to self-quarantine. Facebook did close an office in Seattle. And a New York school district in Mount Vernon is closing all of its schools Mm -mm. and all of its offices until March 9th. Now, South by Southwest, we told you that's going to be happening. That's supposed to be happening. And right now they are still saying they're on board March 13th to the 22nd. But a lot of companies have pulled out. Netflix was the second company to pull out of South by Southwest yesterday following Apple. And the two companies are not the only ones who are quitting the festival. Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, Vivo, Intel, China Gathering, Mashable, TikTok, uh, Latinx House. All of them have all dropped out in recent days as well. Damn, I might need to cancel my panel then. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of money out there. Mm-hmm. I, I, got a, I got a panel that's off by Southwest. Me too. Well, might not be anybody there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, everybody take more CMOS. Drink more ginger shots. Goodness All gracious. Right? That is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. You want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Spread love, not the club. coronavirus. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Phil. What's going on, y'all? Hey. What's happening, cuz? What's going on, King? How are you? Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlamagne. God, I'm good. I'm good. We out here. I just... I just wanted to give a shout out to y'all because I listen to y'all every day while I'm doing my work. What do you do I for just work? Give a shout out. I, I unload trucks. That's dope. That ain't whack. <laughs> what you mean? Job is job, brother. Hey, yeah, you right, you right. But I just want to give a shout out too to my uh, my fiance. We getting married on April 18th, Valesca. Congratulations. Um, you know, I'm ready. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, like Charlemagne would say. Yes, sir. And I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank love you, you too, man. We appreciate your service at Dollar Tree. Hello, who's this? This is SP. What's going on, guys? What's up? Get it off your chest. I'm tired of hearing about this coronavirus. I keep on talking about who's dying. Tell me who's living. We ain't say nothing about nobody dying. Right. We yes, just say we just said people sick. Yeah, people get sick and y'all say people keep on dying. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear like, oh, 35 people survived off of this. Well, we actually, <laughs> we actually said a lot more people. I don't, we, I don't care about that. We actually said a lot more people are living. That's why you shouldn't just go to the hospital if you have regular, if you have the symptoms, but it's not that severe. I, I, I think about, I think like, oh, I speak things that existence. Okay. If I keep on hearing about this corona, I might think I got it. Nah, that's, that's called being a hypochondriac. I, I I know the feeling. I do. I I did read a story yesterday that said a ninety-something-year-old woman recovered from coronavirus. Yeah, I did, did. I did read that yesterday. So I get what you're saying. 
we did say that if you have those symptoms and you feel like it's a common cold or flu, but you do have coronavirus, that you can be okay. Bro, I hear it's something in your voice. It's just it's more severe. I like, hear something in your voice. You should go check it out. And we try to give you oh, tips. I ain't Look at that. You hear something in my voice, man. Y'all gonna stop making jokes about coronavirus. <laughs> no, we not. We gonna laugh all we gonna, no. gonna laugh all way through this. Listen, um, you know, I don't even drink coronas no more. Listen, you know you can't you can't <laughs> fart in your clothes either. They said fart in your clothes helps spread it. What? Yeah, man, it's crazy out here, King. But, what, what are you on, show, man? Don't talk about fart in your clothes and stuff. All right, man. I'm just trying to help all you right, out, man. bro. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is D.C. calling from Columbus, Ohio, bro. What's going on? D.C., what up? D.C. should be calling from D.C., uh, but what do I know? Nah, nothing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, they canceled the Arnold Classic out here in Columbus, bro. What is that? You're talking like we know, that, we know what that is. Yeah, the Arnold Classic pretty much is like where everybody comes from all around the world, pretty much show off their little bodybuilding. Oh, bodybuilding, weightlifting. Fighting. Yeah, pretty much all that. And they canceled the whole thing. You sound disappointed that you're not going to get to see them oily, sweaty, muscle-bound men. I mean, you know, I, at first, honestly, I want to get myself together this year. You know what I'm saying? I finally took it upon myself to get more healthy. And then all this corona is going on, and I don't know what to do now. Excuse me. Oh, so you, you mean you got diesel, you took some steroids to be in the Arnold event? Is what you're saying? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the event. I just wanted to go network because it's like a network event. You wanted to go see them muscle bound, sweaty men. I understand. Yeah, you know, that, you wish you was there, huh? Hey, I'm just saying. You, you don't want disappointed. Man, so I mean, <laughs> goodbye, man. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred. 585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Danita. How are you? Hey, Danita. Get it off your chest. So, I have a co-worker. The co-worker is going on a cruise ship to Mexico. I'm typically up early, and I was listening to the radio, and I overheard you guys saying that the the guy, now I know it was a 70-year-old man, who went on the cruise ship to Mexico when he died. So now I feel some type of way about her going on this trip. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even know, know what to tell, tell you, because these cruises right now, you know, it's a little iffy. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like we should be able to. Now, there's a lot of underlying issues. Another thing is that I'm, I'm the only woman of color at this firm, right? Mm. So... So there's some issues there, too, because I feel like I'm the only one that's freaking out and everybody's just okay with it, but I'm not. Like, you know, now there's a death and we have an issue here. Wow. I don't well, know what to tell you. She shouldn't be allowed to go, in my opinion. I don't know she what shouldn't be allowed to go? Well, maybe she can probably, a lot of places are letting you postpone trips right now with no fees. So what, so how should we go about telling her that? Because I'm her higher up. I think you but should I don't just. Know I, how to I, say it. I think you should just have a conversation with her the same way that people are canceling like these large events like South by Southwest. You should tell her like, look, I don't know if you should go out the country. Better safe than sorry. Because truth be told, she might get quarantined. I saw a video the other day uh, that that had a bunch of people on a cruise ship going stir crazy because they've been quarantined there for so long. Oh. So why risk it? Why go out there and get stuck? You know what I mean? And exactly, we're a firm of all women. Like I said, I'm the only woman of color, but we're all women, and we all have children. Right. And, You're right. Just, and nobody else is freaking out about it but me. So it's, I'm not coloring. I'm not questioning my my blackness. 
But I'm questioning a little bit of what they got going on. Why is nobody <laughs> freaking out but me? Oh, if she goes, you just make sure she can't come back until she gets tested. That's what actually I think that's that's a good idea. I'm you know? gonna talk to her about it that way. Well, right. yeah, you know, um, I heard a story about a person who went on a cruise, and um, when they came back from the cruise, their place of employment just told them to stay where the hell they at. You know what I'm saying? That's smart. Yeah, yeah. make sure they good. Yeah, so you don't want to affect the whole place of employment. Yeah, so she if she goes, she takes the risk. But you know, I would I wouldn't let her come back to the job until she gets tested. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Willie from Florida. Hey, Willie from Florida. Get it off your chest. I just want to spread a little positivity. You know, lately I've been dealing with depression. I finally came back to my family, talking to my dad, my brother. He wasn't going right, so my brother, being who he is, he reached out to a couple people, helped me get a job that I'm not just working for a paycheck, I'm working to achieve a goal, and he just told me never give up, and by me not giving up, and me wanting to achieve my goals and dreams, and with a little help, it was finally happening, and I would also like to thank you guys for the honest for you every morning, and Y'all was being positive and being encouraged, and I want to thank you guys for that. That's the only thing I heard. Yeah. You're welcome. I think he said he came out, and he was a little depressed, and, and his family's uh, riding with him, right? Did you say oh, that? You, oh, you gay? No, man. <laughs> I've been depressed. Oh. Oh, my fault. Why you, where you get gay from, I thought he, he said he came out. That's what he said. Oh, well, uh, Oh, he came out as depressed. Yeah. Oh, he came, oh, you came out, out of your depression, depression man. His phone up. is all messed up. Nobody else heard what he Word. said. Well, listen, my brother, I'm glad you got out of that darkness, man. And you know what? Like, it's it's it's, it's a process. <laughs> you might you might end up depressed again next week, but just know that trouble don't last always. You'll get out that darkness. Yes, sir. I just I just want to thank you guys for helping me and my family because I listen to you guys every morning. And I just like the things that you tell people that are dealing with the depression. What did you do? You start going to therapy or something? No, I just start talking to my brother. He's been an inspiration in my life because what he's achieved. Got you. And I just call him and talk to him whenever I need help or whenever I'm feeling down. And he always pulls through for me. That's dope, brother. Always find somebody to talk to when you're in them dark places, man. Appreciate you, King. All right, bro. Have a good right. one, man. Thank you, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about two women who found out that they were dating Drake at the same time and they're friends with each other. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Who's going to be the first person to put coronavirus in a rat? Sicker than coronavirus. Well, they've already... Spreading like coronavirus. They already have coronavirus <sighs> porn. Really? Oh, yeah. I did see that. I saw what Duval is coronavirus porn? I saw You're like Duval people having that. sex, quarantine. Oh, the hazmat suit, yes. I feel them. Yeah. I feel them. My goodness. All right. Well, I let's see why they would do that. We are The Breakfast Club. Do let's... you wear condoms when you got uh, coronavirus? You got to cover everything. Yeah, you don't want to spread it to the. the if you were quarantined else. with somebody, but else if you're both quarantined, you don't need to. Yeah, don't you got to wear no condoms when you quarantine with somebody with coronavirus? Well, if right? you don't want to get something else, maybe it'll offset it. All right, well, let's get to the committee. Is exactly what you need for the coronavirus. Let's talk Twitter. My goodness. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, there's a new feature that Twitter is adding. And they start testing fleets, and that's going to actually start testing today. It's basically stories. You can post photos, videos, and text. It disappears after 24 hours. And obviously, we know about this from Snapchat and Instagram and all of that. So now Twitter's going to have this. You're late to the party, Twitter. Instagram does fleets. it better. All right. Pharrell has listed his house for sale in Beverly Hills for $17 million. He bought it two years ago from Tyler Perry, and it's over 17,000 square feet. It that's has a, a dope, too. 
Yeah, 10 bedrooms, 11 bathrooms. So if anybody's interested, it is now listed for $17 million. He bought that, like I said, for... Fifteen point six million from Tyler Perry. Two Tyler years Perry ago. just makes money. Tyler Perry didn't buy it to live in. He just bought it to invest in. And they said he didn't do anything, and it made over a million dollars. That's is, that's great. What is interested me? Don't call if you're interested. Call if you got the goddamn money. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's I'm interested. I'm, I'm definitely interested. <laughs> All right, a group of seniors at Princeton University are upset that Marshawn Lynch was selected as their class speaker for class day. Oh, they don't know what they got. Why? Right. So the reason, they wrote an op-ed in their paper, the Daily Princetonian. They said their main reason for being disappointed was because we did not feel included in the process by which the speaker was nominated and finally selected. They also said they took issue with the idea that he was selected to represent the entire student body. There's nobody that's going to represent the entire student body. No matter who you pick. Little privileged, entitled kids mad that they're not involved with the process. I got you something nice. They said saying that Lynch has unapologetically embodied and advocated for our own identities and values without officially consulting us, the Princeton community is paradoxical and thus questionable. You're lucky that Marshawn Lynch is even gracing y'all with his presence. Yeah, but you know how Marshawn Lynch is. He will be like, F y'all. Yeah, you little bougie brats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, Claudia Jordan is going to be the new host of the Love & Hip Hop reunion, so congratulations to her. Oh, that's okay. good. That's a good casting. Yeah, so she should have a great time with that. Dropping the clues, Moms for C-Murder. Claudia Jordan. She's got her show on Fox Soul. Now she's doing this. All right, Drake is at the center of this conversation between Melissa Ford and Takara Jones. Now, Melissa Ford has her podcast, I'm Here for the Food. And Takara, who's a good friend of hers, was on the podcast. And they recall the time that they were both dealing with the same guy. She's telling me that we're dating the same guy. And you know what I said to him? What I said to her, I was just like, knock yourself out. I didn't have to have a conversation with him I was going, I mean, I did eventually, mm-hmm. you know, not eventually, probably like the next day or something like that because he called me. I just want to finish it off with saying this, that there was no way I was losing my friend to this guy, no matter who the f*** was. It was, can I say it? Hit it. Drake. Drop and clues bombs for Aubrey Graham. Drake was dating everybody, my man. My goodness. Never been a huge fan of his music. Uh, what? Really you singing. do. You like Come on, you really lying. Sing. I never, I never been, I never been a fan of Drake singing. I, I love when he okay, raps. Okay, his singing, but yeah. you yeah. like singing. his raps. I love when he raps, but... Uh, I think women love when he sings, too. I like his resume. Clearly, Melissa and Takara <laughs> he has like a resume. Got a good resume. Him, French Montana. Uh, they, they, nah, Drake got it. Drop on the clues bombs for Drake. Drake moves like a rap star should move. Not even just a rap star, just a big single music star. What I do That's, like about this story, though, it, have fun, yeah. aside from Drake, is that Melissa and Takara were not going to let some guy come between their friendship. And a lot of times women get jealous of each other. They fall out over a guy. I love the fact that she said, I was not losing my girlfriend. I can guarantee you that Drake didn't want to come between their friendship. <laughs> yeah, no, he did either. Drake was not there for the long haul. It definitely okay? was <laughs> right. That's the last thing he wanted to do was get between their the friendship. Crazy thing, Drake, and for Drake them, don't I have a type. Drake does not have a type. He goes left, right, up, in, down. He just In fact, does I'm Drake. sure Drake said, we all friends? Well, let's just all do it together. I'm sure <laughs> he put that on the table as well. I'm but I'm sure they it. both also knew that they weren't going to be in it for the long haul, so why should I lose my friendship over some guy that's clearly doing whatever? Yeah, and by the way, Machine... The practical decision. Machine Gun Melly and Takara are OGs. They, they, they 
much older than Drake. Like, that was just a drive-by for them as well. Why is everybody murder with you? There's so much only violence. Call a, you call Machine Gun Melly, then it was... That uh, is true. I do call him. C-Murder. What do you call Angela, Angela Rye? AR. 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 Goodness <laughs> gracious. Give me some positive. See love I do, I do, you know? I do. That is true. All right. Now, Angie Martinez, congratulations. Give it up for Angie Martinez. She is the 2020... What you got for Angie Ma? Commencement ceremony speaker for Rutgers University, Newark. So, she'll be delivering the keynote address. I dare y'all to act like y'all don't want Angie Ma to show up, Rutgers. Don't be like the little brats at Princeton, okay? Y'all got she'll an also, icon in your presence. Shout to Angie she will Ma. also receive an honorary Doctor of Fine Arts degree. That's what I'm talking about. She was chosen by a committee of students, faculty, and staff. That's dope. Dr. Martinez. Yes, for influence in the entertainment and media space, but also for her philanthropy. Can she get a doctor license plate now and park in doctor uh, license plate spots? I... Don't believe so. Drop on the clues, mom, for the legend Angie Martinez. That's why I know I got to continue. I got to continue to work and I got to continue to grow in this business because I've been on this radio begging for an honorary doctorate from somebody. Anybody. I can't even get a free African-American studies degree. I don't even want to be a doctor. Just no. give me something. <laughs> that, that one school said they were doing. What school was that, the HBCU? Oh, oh. oh I never heard this. Well, maybe they took it back. Don't worry. When, when I put out my third book, I'm eligible for honorary doctorates, God damn it. That's right. when you become eligible? Yes. When you put out three books? I think somebody told me that. <laughs> Yo, tell me you get this dumb So Angie Martinez has three books sources. out? No, she don't, actually. Okay, so that doesn't make sense. I know. I don't know. All right, I'm Angela I'm trying to make myself feel better. Here, and guys. that is your rumor report. When I put out my third book, I'm going to be eligible. I'm trying to make myself feel better. I don't Can know. I boost my self-confidence right. up in the morning? Okay. Huh? Can I make my self-esteem higher? Right. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. All right, well, we got front pages when we come back. What are we talking about, you? Uh, well, you know this story's been circulating about Honey Pot, right? And I know you guys have seen it with the founder, Beatrice Dixon. Yes. And what happened was she makes products for women, feminine products, panty liners, pads, tampons, mm-hmm. all plant-based. And she did an ad for Target uh-huh. celebrating who she is and saying that she hopes that this will inspire young black girls when you see somebody that's an entrepreneur doing great things in that space. Right. And a bunch of white women... And who knows who else targeted her, started giving her terrible reviews and saying that it was racist. Mm. So she's going to explain her thinking behind that ad, why she's proud to be a role model for these young girls who get less. Well, you'll hear about her tell all about it. But uh, Beatrice Dixon will be here, the founder of Honeypot, and she'll tell you what happened and why she's so proud that all these women, all these black women and other women, too, that support black and brown women rallied around her to make sure that uh, her products stayed on those shelves, actually sold out. And yeah. Women's History Month, guys. All right. Well, we'll talk to her next during front page news. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have the founder and CEO of the building, a special guest of Honeypot Company, the Honeypot Company. Yes. Beatrice Dixon. Welcome. Good morning, Beatrice. Good morning. They're trying to take a sister down, huh? I saw you all. Was that yesterday trending? The day before? Yeah, the yeah, past couple of days. Yeah, what's happening? Tell us what's going on. What white people we got to balk on? <laughs> I'm all, I'm always down to balk on some white people. You know what? Before we get into that, let's talk yeah. about what the honeypot is, because some people yes. might not know about the company, how, why you founded the company, and why your products are different from other products out there. So the honeypot is a plant-based feminine hygiene company. We basically focus on everything that a woman needs for her daily and monthly health, mm-hmm. revolving around her vagina. Right. <laughs> so it's external washes, it's wipes, it's pads, it's tampons. You know, I mean, we've we've got like 35 products. We got 10 new products that are about to launch in Target. So, 
Vagina got to stay fresh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is And happy. It yes. is. I did a Tampax ad at one point, and I was saying that people were all in my comments like, oh, you have to use the honey pot. And I do have your products, and I have used your products and continue to use them as well. Thank so you. that's important. It's important for women, though, to understand the difference between why, the, why it's important for this to be plant-based. So why was Absolutely. that important for you? Well, for me, it it's... It was of major importance because I, you know, I just believe in that. I just live a holistic lifestyle, you know. So, um, but when you're talking about your vaginal health or anything where you're dealing with the inside of your body, even Mm -hmm. though these are external products, um, you want them to be as clean as possible. Mm -hmm. Anything you put on your skin, anything that you eat, drink, um, as a woman, any kind of menstrual products that you use or, or, or feminine care products that you use, they should always, always, always be clean because those toxins are going inside your body, right? Okay. And you just want to make sure. I'm going to ask you a question. This is yeah. going to sound a little crazy, right? Oh, Lord. You know, there's certain products that is better for black skin than white skin, or is your products better for black vaginas? No. That it sounds crazy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, you, you'd you be surprised. I, I pitched an investor one time, and, and he asked me, was this just a, a, a black product? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, que- the answer to the question is no. Mm-hmm. All vaginas. Um, all vaginas are typically have to be within the same pH range to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so absolutely not. Our products are for every vagina, even if you are a man who identifies as a woman or, you know, you don't identify with any gender and you've gone through a change, it's for your vagina too. So it's for any and every vagina. So well, let's yes, get you to can the yeah. Let's get to the goddamn <laughs> Why are the white people hating, Beatrice? Uh, I don't think they're hating, bruv. I was listening to Leon Thomas on my way in, mm-hmm. and I think you know the creator has a master plan, and I think that, mm. and I think Ooh, that um, I like that outlook, and I, like I think that, that um, like this happens because it's supposed to happen. Yeah, not because because a lot of us would never have heard of the honey pot. <laughs> well, let's explain what for, the hate. for people that don't know. Because a lot of people don't know what happened. So basically, we have the opportunity, um, gratitude to Target, to shoot a commercial with Target where they highlighted our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the commercial, I said that I wanted to be, that Honey Pot has to be successful so that other um, brown girls or black girls that are coming up behind us or with us or around us, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that they can be successful. Correct. Right? And when I said that... Cointel Pro activated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, when, but, when I, but when I said that, my reasoning for saying that is because of the disparities that are happening in the venture capital world, mm-hmm. right? We get one percent of funding. Bitch, we get less than one percent. Black we women get, get one. We get. We get. We get point zero six percent of funding. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm one of the fifty women. Fifty. Only fifty black women that have raised more than a million dollars. Wow. And the dollar amount that we're talking about of the share, this was back in 2018. If you look at the Project Diane report, was. Um, came from $425 billion. So 0.06% of $425 billion that was that was put out in the venture capital world. That's not even a crumb. That's like... You see what I'm like saying? That's like a speck of dust. Yeah. Like, that's, so yeah. that's why it's important <laughs> to, for, for you to succeed, for brown girls to see, yes, Absolutely. I can start a company. And for these venture capitalists to see, yes, a company can be successful and that's where I want to invest my money. Well, <laughs> venture capital is business, mm-hmm. Right. It's it's the shit isn't personal. Mm-hmm. It's business. If there's not enough black women led businesses mm-hmm. going to acquisition, scaling their businesses, 
you know, Richard Lou Dennis, you know, and with Sundial, how often do you see that happen in mm-hmm. our community? So you got it, New Voices so Fund. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 a part of the New Voices Fund. But the point is, and that's a part. That's one of the reasons why Richard Lou created the New Voices Fund because this is the disparity. If we do not, if we are not selling businesses, if we are not scaling businesses, black wealth can literally die, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, so that's the reason why we have to be successful. Because we're a comp, right? Right. If you're gonna, if you buy a house or you sell your house, you going to look at the comps in the neighborhood. That's right. That's right. how That's this right. Shit works. That's right. Right. So if so if we're so if did it yesterday. Yeah, ex- but you see what I'm saying. <laughs> if if you're not if you're not if we're not successful, then the comps aren't there. Then venture capital is like, well, I'm not necessarily seeing brown girls selling a business for over a hundred million dollars. You understand what I'm saying? So, so why should I put my money in? That's that's why people put money in their in your business. If they give you a dollar, they want back ten. Absolutely. They want back a hundred, a thousand. That's how this works. So you said that in the commercial, and then what happened? We've been inundated with not inundated, but a little bit with with emails. We've been inundated with um, social media posts, bad the reviews, bad bad reviews, but not on product. Mm-hmm. On that one statement, they said you were racist. They said that I was racist, mm-hmm. and you know, and guess what? That's their opinion. Mm-hmm. They can think what they want to think. They can. I know I'm not racist. So they try to get targeted, pull your stuff off the shelves. I'm sure that some of them asked for that. I'm sh- they called for for um, basically for their people not to not to buy in and support it. Um, and then our you know we didn't even really have to say much because our our customers they formed like Voltron and just got in there so. you know. And so not only did they did they reverse like a one and a half or two and a half star on Trustpilot, but it went to like four point nine stars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the shelves have just been, you know, ravished. That's great. <laughs> and um, and you know, and and everything's popping online and everywhere else. So right. you can't let sh- like this bring you down. You turn it into a blessing. You turn you because mm-hmm. it is a blessing. It is. You can turn anything yeah. that feels at the time like it right. might be a misfortune into a blessing. Absolutely. Somehow, some way. Yeah. Now, how can people find your products if they want to find your products? They want to support. Where, where are your products that they can find and support? The best thing I'll tell you because we're in a lot of retail. Mm-hmm. Um, go to our website, which is thehoneypot.co. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy it online, you can buy it there. If you don't want to buy it online, you want to go to a store, go to the store locator, put in your zip code. It's going to tell you, but we're in Target, Walmart, Walgreens, Whole Foods, CVS, Bed, Walgreens, Bath Bed Bath & Beyond. We're not in all of those doors. Urban Outfitters. Like in, we're in Urban Outfitters. We may, not, we may, we may be in that banner. But we not we may not be in all the doors. Never so you want to exactly. So you want to make sure that you go to the website, go to the store locator. Uh, you can find us on social media at the Honeypot Co. Um, you can find me on social media. I am B Dixon B E A D I X O N. And I love your attitude on all of this because I, I feel the same way in life. There's no good or bad experiences. It's just one long process. Oh, that's and yeah. Everything everything is part of a, a bigger divine plan. Yeah. The the only the only place. Is here and the only time is now. There you go. Holy shit! Let me write that so. down. That's a tweet later. You know. <laughs> Don't steal her tweet. Don't you steal no. her tweet? No, only no, place no, is here. No, the only place is here and the only time is the now. This is all, this is all this is all you got. That's right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having us. Thank and you. Uh, and thank you everybody. Please, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Beatrice Dixon, for joining us. All right. That's your front page news.
Now, when we come back, the cast of State of the Culture will be joining us. That's Ebony K. Williams, Jinx, Remy Ma, and Joe Button. So keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. From the State of the Culture, we have Jinx, Ebony, Joe Button. Don't read our Don't read our Joe Button. <laughs> That's how you sound when nah, you be nah, introducing nah, 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 the culture. No, nah, don't this read is my shirt. Edition of State <laughs> of the Culture. <laughs> Joe Button. Joe Button. Welcome, guys. I've what's gotten up? better. What's up? What's up? What's up? I hate when you do it. By the way, you hate everything I do, though. <laughs> yeah, we were that just talking true. about that. We don't that know how true. y'all feel about each other because y'all hate each other, but y'all love that each other. It's, it's Charlemagne hates everything that I do. <laughs> Why do you lie like this? But he loves me. Right. Why do you lie like this? We're like the first cousins that are in competition with each other while being raised, while growing up. That's what we are. We're not in competition. Professor X, and this we are. Shut up. Me and we are. I'm the lie. Joe, do I hit you, I hit you up offline often? Who's winning? We, <laughs> we support each other. Yes. <laughs> We're supposed to do lunch. I, I think that Charlemagne and I are, are powerful enough to, to do a lot of things mm-hmm. together. But like lunch. Like the, the competition <laughs> thing is so friendly amongst us, but right. in, yes. in the grand scheme of things, mm. I think a simple coffee date between him and I. See that? See I, that? That I can't. Scares Why? people. I feel like that you sounds crazy. Brunch. Looks so crazy. I don't drink coffee. A, a coffee date. <laughs> All right, well, get your smoothie or whatever the. <laughs> f- Joe's getting way too much money. He yes. went a coffee. He got on leather pants today. Yeah. 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 Ye
um, just across social media yeah. where people feel like, you know, we have, she has a problem with me or I have a problem with her. Mm, oh, okay. it's another pretty girl. So Rem is intimidated or That's she's, crazy. you know, and then there's the other people like, oh, now light skinned girls on there. So Rem got to be contaminated. First of all, she's not even really that light skinned. That's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lighting. She's but not I did. That light. I did. I did. <laughs> no, but the funniest part of that, Rem, was um, they said that I, um, Aunt Viv did the seat. <laughs> like yeah, the um. No, they did. No, they did. Oh they were like, God. yo, she's straight on viv, um, viv the seat on the show. And you can't it's say like, they don't always try to put women against each other when you they see things like this happening. Because you no, don't see people true. saying, oh, look at Jinx and Joe, they don't like it. Like you don't see that ever. No, yeah, but ever. wait, is it people or women that do that? No, no people. people. It's people because guys do it as definitely. Guys well. I mean, no, yeah. even more. I never put Remy and Ebony against each other. In that no. scenario, I'm always worried about Joe. Joe's always the wild card. Why is he the wild card? You know Because he's Joe. Why you like you don't know him? Not, what no. did I say to you? Yeah. I, what did I say to you? Did I say that to you? What? What, what did you say? <laughs> well, in that conversation that uh, mm-hmm. Ebony mentioned, mm-hmm. when, when she said what she said, I said, Charlemagne expresses skepticism towards all of my ventures. <laughs> because of you. Whenever their struggle started. And I was right. You were wrong. I was dead right. What were you right about? You that? were wrong. I said what, Joe was saying on this show. No, you oh. said Joe would implode. Be clear. Let's be careful with narratives. That was not Joe imploding. That is what will be looked at as arguably the biggest business blunder this decade by Complex. Oh, God. That wasn't Joe imploding. Mm-hmm. So the show ended. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is so the show still going on? It oh, ended. yeah, the show is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ended. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I mean, it's still going on. They had a moment with Batman just now. I love Wayno, and I love Act. They do good, they do good, I appreciate the fact that that show is still on. Yeah. But it's different. It's different. Of it's yeah. different. It's like it's like Royce's reply to Lupe uh, replacing me in Slaughterhouse. Like it would be a different entity. But I think at he that said point. it because you know you, you started off doing morning and and you left. Then you started doing morning when me and you when we did mornings. Then uh, the rap. No, when I when I went to bat for DJ Envy behind the scenes. You did talk about it, Joe. Yeah, Wait, no, what no. happened? Yeah, yeah. Everybody goes to bat for Envy. Yo, mad rappers be saving Wait, in huh? this life. <laughs> <laughs> you, Joe Button, Remy. Joe Button. I, I don't think Envy expresses that Joe enough Button on his daily show. Line. Yes, he was absolutely. Explain. You said was or wow. like yeah, not he anymore. Said was. He said was. She definitely. Yo, nigga, get new here and switch it up. They start learning past tense. That's crazy. But anything I do, I call Joe. When I started doing housing, did I call you? Yes, you did. And what Why did you, would you say? Call Joe you said housing. Joe needed housing. Because I was like, Envy yo, is... I'm doing real estate. Yeah. I think you can make yeah. some money. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. trying to get like that. Envy looked out. Envy and looked Joe out said, when no, I needed a nanny. It's a scam. You're going to go to jail. That's what Joe said. <laughs> yeah, I stayed away from that. But Envy looked out when I needed a nanny. Envy has looked out. Swim instructors. And in relationship advice. Like, Envy, Envy so looks Envy out. So Envy was your nanny? No. Oh my no. So anyway, when they were doing morning, they needed a new radio show, morning show at Hot 97 back in the day. It was They were going through transition, and they wanted to hire Joe. So Joe said, okay, I'll do it, but only if I could bring Envy with me. Mm. They didn't want me, but he brought me anyway. Wow. You didn't ever <laughs> tell us that. Why did you That's believe in Envy in that way? I don't even hear the gratitude in that nigga's voice. Like, <laughs> what? You, you just say it cav- right. too cavalierly for what me. Why did you pick Envy out of everyone? Because um, he's light-skinned. Yeah, I know. That's what I nah, was thinking. Man. You like him light-skinned, Joe? Nah, Envy <laughs> oh, deserved a shot. Well, yes. Envy deserved... Actually. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. I mean, you, not even... you haven't proven to us otherwise. Whoa. Yeah. I can show you my phone right now and prove it. <laughs> Please don't. <I> don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Go, go, okay, back to... What were we saying? So that's what happened. So they hired Joe. Yes. 
and Joe brought me along, and mm-hmm. we did the show, and then... Envy needed a shot, man. Right. Mm. Envy needed a shot. Envy had earned the shot in, in, in my eyes, and if you were going to do something unconventional, which is what it was at the time, then let's make it all the way unconventional. I think we brought in Ashley Larry at one point, who they yep. hated. They hated it. They yeah. hated that. Because it's like, Ashley Larry going to get on there and be a But he did, and it was hilarious. Uh, that smackfest unconventional. Right. Like, just we did a lot of things that you shouldn't have done. This is before the FCC. Is that what it is? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. This is before the FCC cracked down. Yeah, that on what you could crazy. Do. But what you did with Envy is what should happen in the yeah. culture if you really care about the culture. That's true. All right, we got more with the cast of State of the Culture. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the cast of State of the Culture. Ebony K. Williams, Jinx, Joe Button, and Remy Ma. Yee? All right, can I throw out some topics and see you guys' thoughts? Yeah. Okay. All right, Meg Thee Stallion right now with her label deal. Yes. Right, where she's uh, saying that she wants to renegotiate her contract. So as artists, as an attorney, as mm-hmm. somebody who studies all of this in the business, what are your thoughts on who's right and who's wrong here? We're Carl Crawford and his label with Meg Thee Stallion saying she signed this when she was only 20 years old. She's only getting... 40% of the money, she has to pay her engineers, her producers, everybody else, and they get all her touring money and everything before she sees it. I'll start. Uh, um, I think, um, no, because I really, I find it fascinating, uh, Yee. I think the case is really fascinating because, like, to the letter of the law, the record company is right. Like, we in the law, the, it's called the Four Corners Doctrine, which means the four corners on the page, what's on the paper, controls. So, according to that language, it is what it is. It's just a terrible deal. But I think um, I think she, uh, Meg had a victory in court where the judge basically said that they're not going to be able to hold her back from releasing music mm-hmm. and that they cannot retaliate. Temporary, temporary restraining order. That's mm-hmm. correct, Joseph. And that they cannot retaliate against her on social media. Um, so, I think there's also just a notion of fair dealing, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's just ultimately an underlying question. And I think as we see this play out with Meg, it's a, first of all, artists are empowered, and I really want our artists to speak to this in a minute, in a new way. It used to be that the, the record companies held all the cards, all the power, and the artists were pretty much silenced and had to just submit to uh, poor terms. The smartest thing Meg did was do the Instagram video, mm-hmm. because like you gotta tell it. Because once you tell it and you get a public narrative on your side, it can bring the company to their knees. Like the last like time. Like the last For a long time, though. There's, uh, there's been so many artists that talked about bad contracts. Get a after the fact, though? All the time. Yes. I, I feel like a lot of it's after the, the fact. I feel like in 2020, you should not be getting jerked. Uh, I think it's too much information okay. out there. Joe, you signed a contract. I know you wanted to get out of it one time, didn't you? When you were Def Jam, don't bring it up. Don't say those. Don't talk about. Sorry, Remy. Sorry. I signed five or six contracts in in my career that I wanted. Every contract that I signed, you want to get out of in my career. They they were all bad. Right. And I mean, Ebony talks about how bad that contract sounded that you read about. uh, But to me, that sounds like standard. Standard. It is standard. Fair dealing. Yeah, and 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 because I'm an artist, you know, I'm not on the. I don't know what's right or wrong here. I know traditionally in this business, you have to amend your mistakes. All artists go through it. Mm-hmm. That contract is a mistake on the behalf of Meg Thee Stallion. On Carl Crawford's side, you're a brand new artist. You have yet to release your debut album. Mm-hmm. Who the f*** are you to want to amend a thing right now? Mm-hmm. Now, at some point in the future, because we're friends or we have a relationship or... You know, I, I went through this where I was, I called Webb one day and said, yo, I want to amend some shit. He said, yo, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think about where she was I when she signed that I couldn't answer deal. it. <laughs> but there is a reason 
that Meg signed it. We don't know what that reason is. $10,000. She clearly needed $10,000. She probably and, needed money at the and, time. And, she wanted a chance. She wanted an opportunity. She thought that was the way. And then when she popped. I could imagine a world where it was the scope was a bit broader. And, the, and the argument, though, just so y'all know, is that that's duress. Like, at some point, that level of limited um, sides of the equation, like what the, he would potentially or she would potentially gain on the record company side versus the very small relative other side of the artist benefit, the argument legally is the contract was entered into under a duress situation. I'm not saying that's the case here with Meg Thee Stallion, but that's how it would play and out that's in the court. case every artist is entered in under duress. Most of them come from impoverished right. neighborhoods and from mm-hmm. the bottom. I don't know too many. I could mm-hmm. a handful of artists that came in that already came from a wealthy family or mm-hmm. um, was just in a in a good state when they started. Right. I, I feel that 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 argument would be could be made of course the board for artists in general mm-hmm. but the the issue is with i think envy said we're at a point now where it's just too much information out there this argument has been going on forever bad deals publishing um rights percentages things like that where you shouldn't even be into but also I was thinking more so she was 20 years old yeah. when she signed it. Does mm-hmm. that have any, you know, hold no. any weight on no, it? Because I think no. you'll be over 18, no. right? I mean, I look at it, too. It's like I'm not a lawyer or artist, but I just, I'm in the, the everyday Joe, right? And I'm watching everyone on social media comment on her, what she should have done, what she shouldn't have done. But these are people that, like, press accept cookies and don't read the terms of service on That's anything. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're talking about reading, like... You know what they would do for $10,000? Exactly, <laughs> right? And so this is the everyday Joe's weighing on this situation while she's trying to speak her piece and make it public. I feel like, let's watch it play out. I do agree, like, what you sign is what you sign. That's right. But... No, it's no if, but. No, the but is that everyone's like, she should have read, like, y'all don't read. And this wow. is what we would do on the show. In closing... <laughs> uh, no, y'all wouldn't close it. In closing... I, I, I suggest somebody, even if it's a even if it's a bad deal, like Ab said, like because yeah. sometimes it's profitable to even take the bad deal because it's better than what you have at the time. Mm-hmm. Always try to keep the terms extremely short, mm-hmm. as short That's as possible. Good. This mm-hmm. way, it's only one cycle, or maybe two, or yeah. just uh, two years, or something like that. So this way, you're not trapped into something that's going on and on for a long period of time. Now, Joe, you you went back on Love and Hip Hop. Why? And so did Remy. But Remy's been there for the last right. couple of years. That's rest Remy. Joe shit. back after Joe, Joe said, I'm not ever going said, back. Never going that show back. is beneath that me. That show is beneath me. That's shit for clowns. Yada, yada, yada. I well, all that. In I his defense, I raised the stakes of the show a little bit. You know, it's not it's not just bad TV anymore. You can actually be on Love and Hip Hop and have a, just and be Grammy is. nominated and have hit records while you're on there. So it's not just a graveyard cool. anymore. And I'm pretty sure Jeez, since his really? newfound success and all his other ventures, his bag is way much better than it was when he was on there before. And, is, he, and it feels good when you got to go back to somebody else and make them pay for all the past transgressions. Yeah, but I don't, Joe don't even have to speak. Yeah. 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 I don't want to see Joe getting you. Yeah. I'm that telling you, man, I wish I had a Russell sister, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I wish I had one. Yeah. Do, do he look like he, 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 do he, look do. Like he can too? Talk me like this. You do. Okay. So was that the show? Hey, did I told you when we did that f***ing pull-up? It ain't what you think. Did you see it? Well, you I don't want to see you pretending, though. But it's not pretending. Every time you see me, I'm just sitting here getting yelled at by somebody. Oh, uh, this that is, is true. I've not said anything. You have not heard Joe's opinion, my, my feelings toward anything. No. This is not the Joe story here. No. <laughs> so, what was, so that was the reason to bag and... You told young bro you got a million. You got an M. I know, and then you guys sat up here and you made a mockery. You believe that, Remy? You believe Joe got an M? For what? Love and hip-hop. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I believe that. Okay. Leather pants. Yeah, you got I'm, 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 more, <laughs> I'm, I'm more shocked about why Charlemagne doesn't believe that, and you're in the same business. Because I've seen Mona Scott Young's paychecks to people. People. Okay, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be clear. Part, but part of what okay. Remy is saying, is. part of what Remy is, is I love to tell my checks. I, 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 I want me to film sex. Hold on. Let me dress the golden child. Listen, let me let me go and f-ing compromise my contract real quick. Like, you know, part of what Remy is trying to tell y'all is you guys are absolutely right. At one point, that was a show with with a different business model. Um. And I think at some point Viacom realized that, and it took some years. But you could see the slow steps toward different implementation. Uh, Rem, Cardi, um, it was rumors for years that they were approaching Jim, uh, Jim and uh, Chrissy to come. Jim down. actually created the show on the on the low. People don't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I jerked him. But. I would argue the Joe created it. I would argue it too. Joe who? Me. When he used to do Man, stuff on you YouTube or love. What are you talking about now, Joe? When him and Tahiri used to do that stuff and follow him everything. That's everything. Viacom to pitch the show with Mona. I, I know, and I think that you could pitch my IP to Mona. Mm. No. But anyway, back, back to what I was saying. Over the years, they've made some changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rim was a big part of that. A few other people were a big part of it. And I think the the finishing product that you see, finished product you see today on the screen, it's more is reputable. just very different. And it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Every, every show I watch, I'm counting mm-hmm. everyone's checks. Mm. They've eliminated all of the people who are paid in the bracket that Charlemagne is speaking about. Mm. There is nobody on that show that's cheap. Mm. This is an expensive show now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we got more with the cast of State of the Culture. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the cast of State of the Culture. Ebony K. Williams, Jinx, Joe Button, and Remy Ma. And Joe, how lonely were Thanks, you Envy. when you made Pump It Up and talked about masturbation? I, I've been rapping that song for years, and I didn't know it was about Wait, that was a hard what? masturbation. Yeah, I they were talking about Wait, I just want to know. Don't answer that. Where did that just, come from? That was a hard transition right like, there. Like, just Blaze. In case y'all didn't know, Envy's yeah. role in this show is to transition to dick <laughs> 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 There's something in the box we want to give you on your way out, Joe. Yeah, right. I'm not taking it. I don't want to see what was, what? That was a hard transition. Was, you know what? You go to masturbation. What the f***? Envy. Yeah, while wearing salmon. <laughs> they did so morning, back to masturbation. They did mornings together. Yo, the legend of Pump It Up never dies. Like, sometimes when these stories come up, I'll be like, damn, man, why can't Tipsy and Jay Kwan, like, why, why, all of those big records back then, why can't they just keep doing this? Uh, just Blaze got to shut the f*** up, man. Uh, Jesus Christ. What? What's up with you, Joe? that's the bottom line to it. He got to chill the f*** out. I've told this story. Uh, I've never heard this story. Somebody else has told this story. I've Listen, when, I was, when I was 21 it. years old, 22 years old, I had no idea of how to create a record. I didn't know how to make a song. Right. Uh, I didn't know the construct. I didn't Come know. On, yeah, I didn't know what BDS and all of this shit. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of... It, Pump It Up went through a lot of experimentation. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to say that. And one part, talking about an eight-bar verse, eight-bar eight part in the second verse, mm. in the pre-recording stages, uh, it was my hand. 
Wow. And the point of it was, it was no, wasn't about me. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about because because room is too hard for this. No fun. It was my end, and the point of it wasn't. It wasn't. A you didn't know this room? It so wasn't. No. So I just found this out last week. I used to sing no, the song. No, it's not true my because it wasn't was about head. masturbation. It was just. It was like <laughs> Joe said. You changed like the lyrics. He said instead of my jump off, it was my hand never. Yeah, it was not going out too much. My hand uh, doesn't. Don't mind hanging out with the fellas. No, 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 no. It was a whole different. It was. It was different. Like I erased the whole thing. It was much worse than that. So this was a period of time when you were masturbating a lot, and then you put it in the song. I still masturbate a lot. Okay. That's oh, my so thing. Did y'all see the OnlyFans leak? The Did y'all see the OnlyFans leak? Y'all didn't see the OnlyFans leak? You have an oh. OnlyFans account? No. Yo, oh, man, y'all too corporate now. Y'all getting too much money. OnlyFans. All the beautiful girls, they get on OnlyFans and do whatever they got to do. No, I know what it the is. The hackers a... hacked it. So you masturbate the OnlyFans so is what you're telling us? No, I'm telling you that there were plenty of happy well, men really out there like during that. the OnlyFans Oh, okay. Because I don't... I told you it's not a joke in the beginning. Pump it up. It's about about what these niggas <laughs> talking about in here, man. This whole time I thought you were saying you had an OnlyFans account of you masturbating. Angela, you, I, we understand what you thought. Okay. So I have a question for you guys. What do you guys think? You guys all watch the show, I hope. Mm -hmm. oh, I know Charlamagne does. Mm -hmm. I, Envy doesn't really take me as the one that, that I watch. He's too busy, like, selling houses with weird-shaped people. And getting hair. <laughs> selling houses with big pun, is Donnell Rollins. That's what Donnell said. He loves Don mad ways. Donnell Stop gets it. smacked. Tell him things like, <laughs> watch it, toots. But um, what are you like? We're 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 juggling with the idea. That we feel like we need a studio audience, or we would like a mm. studio audience. Like for someone who has a show where you guys sit here and y'all are in your little cozy space in your room. Like, what do you what do you think about know. that idea? I don't know if y'all need a studio audience. Only because I care about y'all opinions, and I think sometimes with studio audience, people start performing for the crowd as opposed to having conversations you with each we other. Care? You think we care mm -hmm. about what any... Well, maybe... I don't know. No, I might start no. performing. Yeah, yeah I might start performing. You know, I'm like, yeah. all right, Whatever maybe the people want. Yeah. No. We, might, we might get a little too crazy. <laughs> how did this show start? How did, like, how did it come about? How did this show come about? You calling me and saying, Puff, Puff want to talk to you? I just wanted you to tell that story. I see you. I can tell you. Tell you know. tell <laughs> But wait, I started this show by, by expressing the immense amount of support that we show for each other behind the scenes. Yes, yeah, true. You know, that's that's true. I was I was real appreciative uh for that call. Um and I got with Puff and I didn't know the process would be so long, but right. it, it took a it took a while and then perfectionist like for real mm. but once we got it going you know it contradicted everything that I had ever heard about Revolt prior to me being there well, I'd always heard you know, yeah, what you hear about Revolt <laughs> uh, we're not gonna say too much but uh, one of the hey, classic Charisse. things in the street was hey, <laughs> <laughs> well no uh, well actually similar similar to what Charlamagne expressed about loving hip hop you know your uh, Revolt might not pay you I didn't experience that <laughs> like um uh, Maybe heard they might not be invested. No, they're super invested. They go all they go all the way there. Uh, that's part of the thing. That's one of the things that makes going to work feel so good. Not only is the panel amazing, mm -hmm. everybody behind the scenes is amazing. Mm -hmm. Why did it turn into four though? Because originally I wanted I wanted Joe and Act to go to Revolt and yeah. do that. Don't but Act didn't want to go. Oh, okay. I thought you was gonna be. Nah, Act didn't want to go. He was scared. Yeah, you know he was. Um, <laughs> how do you think that panned out, Fact? I think it's fine, fact. 
I think him and Wayne. I think him and Wayne don't make a better pair than you and Ag did because you are so overpowering. That's not really the question I'm asking. Do you do you think that his decision to stay long term in that company has diminished what he was doing independently? Nah, because he's still doing it. And things might have worked out for him at Revolt. Who knows? You never know. Oh, no, acting the game now. You got yeah. to with Steve. <laughs> he yeah. did, he yeah. did yeah. Well, How did we end and up with four? Oh, that was the question. Yeah. How, yeah. how did we end up uh, at four? Uh, me and Puff fighting. Fighting for most. Mm. You wanted four. He didn't want four. You wanted two. The original idea was two. Okay. Hmm. Me and another person. And Say her name. I didn't like that. Oh, it was a woman. Who was the other person? No, it wasn't At one girl. point, it was Azalea Banks for a second. That, wow. Oh, yeah. We, been, we were going to do that. We were going to do Azalea Banks. We were going to do Azalea Banks. That would have been crazy. And in theory, what an amazing idea. I think um, that's... <laughs> but that's what I wanted to create. Mm. Something where you would say, how long is that going to last? <laughs> um, and that didn't pan out for whatever reason. Uh, so then we said, all right, we need three. We need three. Uh, and then when we were screen testing the three... Was I really not supposed to be on this show? <laughs> no, you weren't. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I keep telling you. Yeah. 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 And in, in the screen testing, um, in the screen testing, you know, you could tell that you could tell you needed four. Hmm. And that'd be, that'd be the important part sometimes with getting companies to understand chemistry because you can't see it. Um, but Puff is a creative. So. In the screen testing, they realized that Rem is just like Jill. She just has a wig on. That's, that's all. That's what happened. So <laughs> they was like, we need four if we're going to keep well, her. Once I saw, once, once Azalea came, because I still wanted, uh, I wanted a, a, a woman, dynamic, blunt, like the qualities I was looking for. And Rem was already in, the, mm -hmm. in our wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. But it hit me after that. I was like, wait a minute. How can we convince Remy? Mm -hmm. To give this a shot. How did they I convince know. you, Rim? Lie to her. Tell her that the show's gonna be about one thing, and it's really gonna be about totally different. And while she's here, we will pay her the cheapest check that she gets out of all the checks she gets. But it's on time. She's gonna love us so much hey. and she's gonna stay. This is hysterical. I actually love going to work like I, like Joe said every time I love it like, but we don't have I, she is black owned black excellence hey yeah that's yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but listen behind door number behind door number two I'm hoping that we are so amazing mm -hmm. and we make it so great that I can renegotiate that's that we negotiate yeah, yeah, yeah. with my short terms that I made sure that was in there that part but um yeah all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. Hey, I don't want to. Hey, thank you for having us. I want y'all. I want to thank y'all for y'all's service and tenure mm -hmm. in this culture. It's been a long time, and I don't know if people give you guys your flowers the way they need to at the end of these things. A lot of classic moments we've gotten from you guys. Thank y'all. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys. It's the Breakfast Club. Wow. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Nashe. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Tanache sat down and did an interview on the E's digital series, Just a Sip. And she was talking about how she feels like she was pitted against other black women in the industry. Who did they try to pit you against? 
every black girl. First, it was like the superstars, which was like, whoa, an honor. But like, how are you guys going to pit me against these people? Like, it would be like Tinashe, the new Aaliyah, Tinashe, the next Beyonce. I would be like, you guys are setting me up. These people are icons. Then it was everyone. It's Tinashe versus Janae, FK Twigs, literally Cassie. any black girl, Cassie, all the whisper singers. Mm -hmm. Goddamn mic on. School me because I'm old. I don't remember any of that. I, I, don't, remember I don't remember. Any, I was thinking the same thing. I don't remember, I remember nobody comparing to Tinashe. Well, she probably Beyonce. paid a lot more attention to it than you guys did because it was I, about I, her. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember Tinashe being compared to Beyonce, Aaliyah. I don't remember any of that. I don't know if it's really a comparison, but when people mention your name, like, is she going to be the next this or the next that? I never heard that, that all the time. Yeah, I don't. I never heard that either. No, and no, that's not a, a knock to Tinashe. I just never heard anybody make those comparisons. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I said, she probably heard it a lot because it's about her. So you hear those things when people are talking about you and you are the person are they're sure? talking about. You got to make sure it's not your friends saying that around you too now. All right, now Alicia Keys is going on a book tour in support of her memoir, More Myself, A Journey. Mm -hmm. That book will be on sale March 31st and she's doing an intimate four-city tour. It's going to kick off in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Academy of Music on the day of the book's release. Okay. So should be interesting to read. Alicia gonna, Keys never been up here either. Nope. It's going to detail her struggle with heartache, her challenging and complex relationship with her father, her people-pleasing nature, the loss of privacy, and the oppressive expectations of female perfection, some of which she put on herself. I okay. wouldn't come up here either if I was Alicia Keys. Why not? She's way too classy for this show. What do you mean? All right, Nick Cannon, <laughs> in the meantime... sounded like her just now. Uh, she scratches her words. What do you mean? When she sings, Fire! <laughs> Me. That, that now, now I understand why she's not coming up here. Nick Cannon it. recently did an interview, <laughs> and it. he was asked about an update on the beef between Eminem uh, and update. him. Update. Yes. What update? And the beef between him and Fifty Cent, and here's what you he know said. What? I've been waiting on this update. I didn't start it. He came at me. <laughs> wow. I just swing heavy. I, I, you he know. probably thought you were gonna stay quiet though. I and think. that's the thing. And everybody's like, "Oh, you better not say nothing." about why not? Ain't nobody scared of him. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of Fifty either. Like we just start like, "Let's go." So you know, I match energy. So I mean, however they want to see it, but I think I think it, it might have got a little too too intense for them. So uh, <laughs> well, I, he's still welcome on the show, and everyone get that. I didn't know I needed an update on the Nick Cannon Eminem beef, but after hearing it, I'm sure I didn't need an update you got on the Nick Cannon Eminem beef. You just got it's one. too intense, guys. Stop it. Too intense? That's what he That's said. That's what Nick just said. It it was, he said the beef got too intense for them. Okay, and Tinashe got compared to Beyonce, too. Every, All right, everybody now, in their own world. It's cool. Nicki Minaj's husband, uh, unfortunate situation for him, he was arrested. He is out on bail. He turned himself into the marshals and pled not guilty in court yesterday. They said he had to post a bond and he has to deal with some some situations from before. He has to wear an ankle monitor. He also has a curfew. He's under pretrial supervision. He has no passport. He can travel only in Southern California. He cannot use drugs, marijuana, or anything like this. And that's all because he did not register as a sex offender Yikes. like he was supposed to in California's. They said he was registered in New York State but had yet to register in Cali like he was supposed to. So now he's out on a $20,000 bond. And he is facing up to 10 years. So That's horrible. He was convicted for first-degree rape in 1995. He was 16 at the time. She was 16 as well. He served almost four years for that crime. And after that, been required to wear to register as a sex offender. For over 20 years? Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever don't register, right? Thanks. All right, so he has another hearing scheduled for March 23rd. What did they do? They, I know they used to put signs in people's yards at one time. Did they ever do that? That, that was always... 
I've never seen a sign before. I just I, thought it was online. I'll tell you what they do do. If you have, like, Experian or any of those credit check things, they send you alerts when somebody moves in your neighborhood that's a registered sex offender. That's wild. They give you the address, the name, the offense, and all of that. That sign is crazy. That's worse than beware a dog. That's worse than ADT. Like, you don't want that in your yard. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, as I even think about this donkey... Donkey? <laughs> as I even think about this donkey, I'm getting hungry. But uh, there's a man in Louisiana that we need to talk to. I understand why he did what he did, but it was dumb to do. And that's what Donkey Today is all about, giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. All right, we'll get into that next. And ask Yee if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the breakfast club, bitches. Now, I've been told a lot of my 23 years that Donkey of the day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the day for Thursday, March 5th, goes to a Louisiana man named Clement Smiley Leach Jr. He's 49 years old. Uh, salute to Louisiana. Um, I love Louisiana for a lot of different reasons. One of the main reasons is because I am what you would call a trans fat ass. I like to eat. I like food. Okay, I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, so that low country diet is in me. I like seafood. I like shrimp and grits. I like bowberry biscuits from both jangles. I like fried fish. Okay, I'm just trying to explain to y'all how mm. much I love food because I'm, I'm hungry, hungry right now. Me too. Because the goddamn interns went for breakfast a couple hours ago <laughs> and they not back yet. Okay? Uh, I'm saying all that to say Louisiana got some good-ass food. All right? The reason we love Popeye so much is because it's a Louisiana kitchen. All right? Everybody in here has been to Louisiana. And everybody in here knows mm-hmm. how good Louisiana cuisine is. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So, salute, mm-hmm. to, salute to everybody who listens to us in Louisiana and uh, Monroe on 100.1 The Beat and Lafayette on Q95 and New Orleans on Q93, respectively. Drop on the clues bombs for all three of them. Okay? Louisiana, man. There's something about y'all gumbo. There's Oof. something about y'all stuffed catfish. We're not even going to get into all the poor boys, okay? I'm painting this picture for you because even though I'm giving Clement Leach Jr. the credit he deserves for being stupid this morning, I feel him, especially right now because I'm starving, all right? I get why he did what he did. Okay, well, what did he do, Uncle Charlie? He done got us hungry, and we want to know why. Well, let's go to WWL-CBS 4 for the report, please. An OPP inmate had been on the run after escaping from the jail on Lundi Gras, but his brief taste of freedom came to an end at one of the worst places in the city for a fugitive. In a city like New Orleans, where there's no shortage of restaurants, Clement Leach couldn't have picked a worse one. We probably get like maybe 10 cops average in here a day. We give them 10% discount. Kayla Philistrat was working the counter at Sammy's Deli on Elysian Fields Tuesday afternoon. Probably had two cops here, two cops there. But it took just moments for U.S. Marshals and Orleans Parish Sheriff deputies to show up in force. They were there to take Leach into custody. The burglary suspect had been on the run since he escaped his job at the Orleans Parish Jail on Lundigraw. They kind of just scooped him and took him out. Like, he knew, I feel like he just knew he was caught. <laughs> he didn't put up a fight or anything. Phil Strat says the arrests didn't phase anyone in the restaurant. Well, being that it's New Orleans, nobody, like, was, like, you know, surprised. Everyone just kind of turned, stared at the situation, and kept going. Staffers at the restaurant say that even after Leach was driven, away the people he was at the table with they had his food boxed up and left well we're gonna come back to that i want to talk about that last little part uh escaped <laughs> convict walked 
you know, walked right into a restaurant where all the cops get a 10% discount. Bro, let me tell you something. I'm mad at him, but I'm not mad at him. I understand why he did what he did because first thing I did when I read your story was pull up the menu. All right, they got a devil damned oyster, oyster po' boy that is battered and deep fried at this place called Sammy's. Okay, they got a soft shell crab po' boy. Have y'all ever had a soft shell crab po' boy? Mm-mm. And it's described as gorgeous, double battered and deep fried. They got a seafood platter that is described as having a little bit of everything. Okay, shrimp, oysters, and fish. Do you know what a menu like that would do to me? I'm so damn indecisive mm. when I go to restaurants, but that right there, when you just put it nice and plain, a little bit of everything, that puts everything in a nice, simple perspective, okay? The seafood gumbo with a Creole gumbo loaded with crab, ochre, and shrimp. Mm. Look at God. Look at God, white man! Tell him, Stephen! Lord, Clement, I get it, King. But, bro, you escaped from jail in New Orleans, all right? If there was ever a reason for a man to use DoorDash, okay? <laughs> Uber Eats, all right? I looked it up. Sammy's does catering. They would have bought the food to wherever you are. If you are an escaped convict, you have to move like an escaped convict. I don't know how an escaped convict would move because I've never been one, but common sense would tell me two things. One, get as far away from the place I escaped from as possible, and two, don't go eat somewhere cops get a 10% discount to eat. In fact, don't go anywhere to eat. You're an escaped convict, King. Act like it. Now, in case you missed it, I know what you're thinking because I was thinking the same thing. Did he get to eat? Okay, did he get the order? Let's go back to WWL CBS 4 for the report, please, in case you missed it. After Leach was driven away, the people he was at the table with, they had his food boxed up and left. I don't see the problem. Snake don't need this where he going. <laughs> right. Round of applause to the good folks at WWL CBS 4 for, for asking the questions, inquiring, hungry-ass minds like me want to know. Please give Clement Lentz Jr. the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Why you wanna? Why you ain't wanna play? Guess what race it is today? Too late now. <laughs> well, shout out to everybody in <laughs> New Orleans again. One of my favorite places to eat. <laughs> all of our favorite restaurants. Murrow's, Oceana's, Weed at Chicken and Shrimp. Mm. All the places mm. we love to go. Mm. Neo's. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, guys. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Up next. See, what happened is we waiting on breakfast. I am. Uh, there Are was we a... still getting breakfast? Let me tell you what happened. I don't know. Can I tell them what happened? No. Sure. You can't tell them what happened? What time right now? Oh. I'm, don't mention names? Okay. I'm just saying, somebody bought us breakfast this morning. <laughs> right, right. And so we ordered from someplace. Good. That's right. It didn't, didn't, didn't come taking for so goddamn long. Oh, my goodness. All right. Ask Yee is next. You got questions for Yee. Call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. What line you want to go to, Yee? Line eight. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's, what's up, bro? I was calling for some relationship advice from Angela Yee. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Um, I'm a New York City police officer for the past 11 years now. I've been having some issues with the police department and, you know, the way it works and the way they deal with the community. And I've been feeling like I wanted to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been passionate about this, uh, you know, hip-hop thing. 
um, I was going to leave the department to pursue this music career. My lady said she loved the music, but when it's time for me to make that move, she don't want to support that move, you know, and I felt like if you support the music and you support me, you support you should support the dream. But what about financially? Are you able to take care of yourself or do you need her financial support as well? No, I'm able to take care of myself and my kids. Okay. All right, so the problem is that she's not fully on board with your plan, even though she says you have good music and she supports you as a person. Correct. You know, everybody that hears the music, you know, they support it. I think it's really dope, and it can make a big difference. You, you know, know, she might be concerned about you, too, though. She might be, but... It might be I that mean, she's concerned about you, you know, not thriving in the way that you think you will when you leave the department. And yeah, but then some you people believe in me mm-hmm. and believe in the art. No, I agree with you. There's a balance. You know, you want to believe in somebody, you want to support them. But at the same time, she might be feeling like, well, I don't know if that's a smart decision for him to make. So that doesn't necessarily mean that she's not supportive. Let's hear something. We want to hear you, Rodney. All right. This is quotas. This is the whole issue I had with the department in the first place. Mm. They say it's no quotas. I say that's a whole load of bullish. The quotas infused in the culture of the police department. They're trying to weaponize poverty, and I'm trying to disarm it, and the rate is alarming. They tell you one thing when you train just to mess up your brain, even though the language has changed, the content the same. They say it don't matter if you write a summons or not, but when you walk in the precinct, they like how many summonses you got. And if the answer is a lot, then they give you your props. Because to them, that's the definition of a good cop. If the answer is none, I feel bad for you, son. They're going to make you wish you gave back that badge and that gun. Broken uh, window tactic is an open window tactic. It opened the window for them to... Yo, bro, um, you, need to frisked, you need to be stopped and frisked, man. For real, Rodney, man. You need to be stopped and frisked, bro. One second. First of all, a couple things here. Jeez. Why can't? Why do you have to quit the department in order to do what you want to oh, do? Yeah, why he can't, can't you put that out and still be a Why can't you make a change from within? <laughs> he can't put that out and be well, a cop. Yeah. They'll be on his why, ass. Like MV said can't put that out and still, you know, be a part of the department. And I feel like if I'm really going to change, I got to take away the restraint. You know what I'm saying? No. I can't have them <laughs> no. in my financial future they, at no. the same time. No, we so need people like aren't you there ways you can implement on the inside, bro. Aren't there ways you can implement some programs, some community programs that will have better relationships? They don't give you that, they don't give you that, kind, of, that kind of authority, that kind of, you know, oh to really God. make that change. They don't give you that kind of avenue. You know, and if I feel like if I really want to make that change and I believe in my art, you know, I want to take I want to take that step. Man, what are they putting in the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Why are black people so backwards? Now, now, let me ask you one last one last question. This is crazy. (laughs) You think that people will want to uh, buy music? Is it all your music about police officers and how they mistreat people or is that really the focus of it? Yeah, it's about the message. I wear my Black Lives Matter sweater to to work every day against popular opinion. You know, there's a lot of us that support the movement. It's not just, you know, we're not just all... Look, Rodney, I think it's commendable that you are working on the inside and want to make some changes. I don't know if this is necessarily what's going to do it. It won't change it ye <laughs> him quitting his, the police force to be a rapper won't change anything but it might be in his heart like and stop that energy in it. if i believe it I gotta but i will say this because this is also a relationship question i don't think that your woman is uh not supportive of you and doesn't love you she just thinks maybe that this isn't realistic for you right now you don't give up a, a pension for a dream 
I got a rap money. dream. You might have some big plans, man. Yeah, Randy, maybe you could do some music under a fake name. What your mother said when you wanted to do radio? Nah, nah. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have that. This is so crazy. I am who I am all the time. I guess. <laughs> I am. Who all I am I'm simply all saying is, if I, I got wanna... pulled, if, if I got pulled over by you <laughs> and another officer, and yeah. a, a white officer was being aggressive with me, I feel like you would intervene and tell him to relax. But and maybe cool that's out. not in his heart anymore. He might, might not want to be an officer. No, no more. and, that, and that's heart. a whole other thing. Maybe you do don't want to be an officer we need anymore. More of us in that's the police force. That, you're right, but if he doesn't want to do it anymore, it's not in his heart. You can't force him. He, he has to be right. happy at the end of the day. But I will say this: don't don't quit to be a rapper. Quit because you hate your job, and that's not what you want to do when it's not in your heart. <laughs> it's not about hating my job. It's not about hating my job. It's about being effective and change. I don't feel like I can be effective and change with my job. King, you're it's a cop. Much- you can change things from within, but you want to quit being a cop to rap about crooked cops. You think that's going to bring change? I absolutely do. I y'all got, y'all like got to stop eating that Popeye's chicken sandwich. The streets ain't been the same since that Popeye's chicken it, sandwich man. been on the streets, man. Well, good luck, Black bro. people ain't never been wrapped too tight, uh, but now hey, this is just ridiculous. Rodney, bro. thanks for being a great police officer, though, and being somebody that can see what's going on inside the department that's crooked and speaking out on it. If you was a bird, you'd be flying north for the winter. I appreciate y'all for giving a voice to the voiceless. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep going with my music thing. And okay. hopefully... It, it, it reached the ears that it needs to reach. You don't yeah, have to bro, walk into a doctor's office and ask for your foreskin back. Don't quit like, just this yet. Is just, you're just backwards. This don't make it makes no sense. What if he's not happy being a police officer? He said we he doesn't need... hate his job. He just doesn't like some, the things that go on that he sees. And that's okay. why we need more people like that on the police force. You can make change from within. Correct. I mean, if he if he hates it, then that's something different. But if he still enjoys it, then, then yeah, If I you agree. feel like that, I feel like just put the music out in your uniform and everything. I'm about to write me a little short film about this guy's life. <laughs> a police officer who quit right. his job because he wanted to make change in the police force, so he decided to become a rapper and rap about how crooked cops were. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need advice, call the now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Got me up, hey. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Now, um, what line you want to go to, Yee? All right. We are going to line 3D. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is D. I just, hey, to- D. I just told you that. What's your question for Yee? Okay, so my question is, what should you do about if you have an ex that won't leave you alone? And every time you go out together and you see him, he, like, makes a situation and tries to, like, come you and whoever you're with. All right, so you must live in a small town or something? Yes, I live in Charleston. Hey, 4-3, what's happening? Do you feel like it's dangerous? Do you feel like it's dangerous? Um, It's just to the point, like, every time there's a situation. So it's like I keep avoiding him. But then when I run into him, it's just always a problem. He has to, like, do the most in front of everybody. Like, what's do the most? What does he do? Like, for example, a couple weeks ago, he had a whole person with him. I had somebody with me. He comes up, tries to start a fight with whoever I'm with, and reaches under my skirt and grabs my ass. What? Oh, girl, you need to get a restraining order. See... I hate to get, like, the police involved and, like... Uh, 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 he put his hands... He right. touched you. He embarrassed you in front of people, and that is a violation. He put his hand up your skirt and touched your ass. He he needs to know that is not okay. You're right. 
You got to be serious about it. And let me tell you something. That restraining order, I know you say you hate to get the police involved. Well, if he gets arrested, that's on him because he shouldn't be touching touching you. He shouldn't be having any contact with you. What if you're with somebody and a fight does happen? Then that's probably what he wants. But well, then he'll go to jail, okay? And it'll be his fault automatically. So yeah, I think yeah. a restraining order, listen, I had to get one once before. Nobody ever wants to put somebody in jail. When somebody's disrespectful to you, your space, who you're with, I think you're going to have to do that. And then that's on him. If he gets arrested, that's on him. That means he did the wrong thing. So it's all up to him. Does he want to go to jail or does he want to stay a free man? If he wants to go to jail, he'll keep harassing you. So in the future, do you think, like, I mean, I'm avoiding him as I go anyway, but at this point, what should I do next time I see him? You should not speak to him, and I think you should seriously do this. That sounds like he's a he deserves it. Honestly, you can't. You got to think more about yourself than the other person. You're over here feeling bad for him. You don't want anything to happen to him. He's not feeling bad about anything he's doing to you. I mean, you're right. I just keep trying to be the bigger person, which I mean, I am. Being, this is still being the bigger person. Right this is still being the bigger person. He violates you, so you let him know that's not right. That can't happen. And I'm not scared of you. You're right. I definitely feel like I should take some legal action. Yeah, don't protect him. I really appreciate it. All, All right. right. Good luck, D. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now you got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll be talking about Ray J and Brandy. They were on the talk. And, of course, they talked about Kim Kardashian. But even more importantly, Ray J talks about trying to fix his marriage. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So both Ray J and Brandy were on the talk and they discussed several different things. First of all, Kim Kardashian has been accused of cultural appropriation on many different occasions and that's for wearing those cornrow braids amongst other things. Well, here's what uh, Brandy and Ray J had to say about that. I don't think that she's guilty. I think, you know, I, I definitely believe in that, but I don't think, I think it's reaching a little bit. I mean, it's great. I love braids. Here's what I think. <laughs> very, very, I very I got show. nothing but respect. Be very calm. Um, <laughs> I just think that if you, if you, if you paying homage to another culture by, you know, rocking the braids, I think it's a compliment. Nice diplomatic answer. Right. I mean, look, people do love braids, you know. You just can't act like you in, invent you can't act like you invented it, but Yeah, it is cultural appropriation, let's be clear, but I mean, she has the right to appropriate that culture. It's just braids, it's just hair people. Corals. I mean, cuz think about it, black women wear blonde wigs and all of that kind of straightened out blonde wigs, so I mean, what's the difference? But there are black women who do have straight hair and blonde hair naturally. We say that, but the blonde, it is, it's true. When, when you think blonde hair, it's associated with the, the kids from Yakub's cave. All right, so now Ray J also <laughs> discusses his marriage, and here's what he has to say about trying to save his marriage with Princess Love. It's hot in the kitchen. You know, I watched a little bit of the, the conversation we had, and it's just, it's, I'm still bothered just where we are, but God is working everything through. We're trying to a address the situation, you know what I'm saying, and try to become a solution to the problem. Yeah. Life isn't easy, but when you love somebody, the ups and downs are fun. And yeah. I love my wife, and I, I just pray that things work out and, I mean, I'm not even trying to sell y'all the show, but I think you really should watch it because yeah. it's something you know, deep. Goddamn right. Fight for your wife. 
Yeah. I, well, I do hope they work it out. They just had another baby. Yeah. I don't like seeing stuff like that play out on TV, though. Like, I feel like those conversations should happen in the house. I understand getting the check and getting the money, but it just don't look right. It don't but look... I, well, they have a whole entire um, show just about their relationship on the new Zeus Network also. But I do understand that they people fix it, and then they explain after they fix it so to tell people what they did and how they talked their way through it. True. But I, I'm with you. I, you know, I think it's difficult to fix a situation when, when the world is watching. But, you know, their whole relationship started on television, too, pretty much. Yeah. So that's what they're kind of used to in their relationship. Just don't look real watching two people argue about their marriage in full makeup. Right. You stupid. Ray J do not be having on full makeup. Yes, he does. TV All right, now Chrissy Teigen is talking about her breast implants and getting them when she was 20 years old. She said it was more for a swimsuit thing. I thought if I'm going to be posing late on my back, I want them to be perky. But then you have babies and they fill up with milk and deflate and now I am screwed. Uh, she also says that, she said, I think you're supposed to replace implants every 10 years, but when you have kids, you think about the risks of surgery, and I think this is not the way I want to die in boob surgery. She also says she used to weigh herself every morning, afternoon, and night. She said she would know what the scale said after every single meal. She did that for eight years. Wow. And she had this one weight that she wanted to be at, but after having her kids, she said it took her a year to be comfortable with her new normal number. So, you know, she's always very honest and open about things going on in her life. So we appreciate Chrissy for that and also has a great sense of humor. She said she had her armpit uh, fat sucked out, too. Really? Armpit fat? What the you hell know how you have, like, that little fat by your armpit? No, I, work out. I never even I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think a lot of women get that. Like, if you okay. wear something like a tank top and then there's, like, a little bit of, you know, whatever armpit fat. She said Flabby she, arms. No, not your arms. It's right here. Oh, no. Oh, I get it. Like when it it looks like a little vagina sometimes. Yeah, right like here this. by your yeah, armpit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Right. So she said it's a. it was a big secret when she did it at the time. She said, and then uh, I had two inches to my armpit. She said, but now that fat is back, so she's got to go get liposuction again. <laughs> fat is back. <laughs> but back she said, again. look, it was easy. It made her feel better in dresses. It made her feel more confident, but she doesn't have any regrets. Well, congratulations, Chrissy. All right, Little Baby has donated $150,000 to his old high school and created a scholarship. So that's dope. He went to Booker T. Washington High School in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And the scholarship is named after his new album as well, My Turn. Dope. Mm -hmm. I like the My Turn Scholarship. All right, Rob Kardashian, people, uh, well, people as in Black China, was trying to say that he's depressed and afraid to leave the house. Well, he is saying that is not true. He told Us Weekly. None of that is, is going down. He is not depressed. He is not afraid to leave the house. And he also said that she was uh, carelessly playing with his handgun at one point. And, you know, all kinds of issues between the two of them over custody of their daughter, Dream. But I hope they work that out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of kids, Katy Perry is pregnant. She's expecting her first child with her fiancé, Orlando Bloom. So congratulations to her. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's Women's History Month. And who are we repping today, Yeezy? We are representing for Gloria Steinem. She's a feminist, a journalist, a political activist. She was a columnist for New York Magazine and co-founder of Miss Magazine, MS Magazine. And she was uh, she helped actually start the feminist movement back in the late 60s and <clears throat> early 70s. Mm-hmm. And she was one person that always talked about how black women are at the center of feminism. All right, well, let's get into it. Who won the world? Girls. It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. 
How much, how has the definition of feminism uh, changed as far as you see it from, from the late 60s, early 70s to now? You know, I don't think it's really changed because it's just the radical idea that women are full human beings. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, th I think now we're much more likely to realize how deep it goes, mm -hmm. you know, to realize, to be really political for a moment, that controlling reproduction is the first step in every hierarchy, in every totalitarian regime, and, every, and that means controlling women's bodies. So, you know, I mean, it was true of the National Socialists, as they were called in Germany. It's true of groups here. And I don't think we put that together. I mean, we thought that women's issues were women's issues. We didn't understand the connections to everything else. But how are men most helpful as allies in a time like this? Well, I think it's even more helpful to realize men's stake in it, you know, because actually, if you look at the cause of male deaths, uh, speeding and violence, and, you know, you add them all up, the women's movement and the dissolution of gender roles means that you would have about five more years of life to live. This is not bad. Yeah. So who else can make that offer? <laughs> <laughs>that was another phenomenal woman in history. Yes, so shout out to Gloria Steinem. I actually had the pleasure of meeting her at a panel that I did right before I saw the play that was based on her life. They have a movie coming out about her as well. And Gloria Steinem has said, black women have always been more feminist than white women. And by the way, she is a white woman. Okay. And black women show up for white women more too when it comes to feminism. They always go to the white feminist rallies. I don't see that energy returned for the sisters though. All right, well, we do that each and every day for Women's History Month. When we come back, positive notes, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <clears throat> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to State of the Culture for joining us this morning. Ebony K. Williams, Joe Button, Remy Martin, Jinx. That's right. My friend and me, Joe Button. Mm -hmm. Joe Button swear I'll be thinking about him. Like, he really, Joe thinks that me and him are competing. But I just feel like it's enough out here for everybody. That's just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. All right, and also Beatrice Dixon for joining us as well. Salute yes, founder of Honey Pots. Mm -hmm. Appreciate her, and you'd be. I'm sure right now you guys are reading a lot of news stories about what's been going on with her brand. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm old school, so I still believe in God. So I just want to tell everybody out there, what man. What does that mean, man? You still believe in God? A lot of people don't believe in God no more. This new school is different, okay? Mm -hmm. But I just want to tell everybody, man, give God your weakness, and he'll give you his strength, okay? God only puts us through as much as we can handle. So the people who struggle the most have been chosen by God to be the strongest. Believe that. Believe that, <laughs> playboy. Believe that. Believe that. Breakfast club, bitches. You all finished or y'all done?